filled with teaching, truths and issues that matter. Bernie Diamond's A Different Perspective, part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. An opportunity today to check the pulse of Christian ministry and mission in the nation of Greece. In the latest developments, as you may have heard, there is a recurrence of the refugee crisis in Greece since Turkey's president opened the gates to Europe for migrants and refugees. But now the COVID-19 coronavirus has overtaken the global agenda and there's less attention on the renewed refugee crisis. So let's get some insights into developments in Greece from Nico Bugas, the International Development Director for Hellenic Ministries in Greece. Nico, a special welcome back to 2020. Great. Thanks, Neil. Good to be with you again. Nico, the main story, of course, has been overtaken. Uh, We were going to be talking about the Turkish president, uh, President Erdogan, who's opened to Europe another influx of refugees, but the coronavirus has taken over the headlines. Uh, That's where all the main attention is right now. Right. Um, I was just looking up. Uh, Up up until yesterday, there have been 331 cases of the coronavirus and four deaths. And now Greece has implemented the new um, rules that all new arrivals have to be quarantined for for 14 days. They've shut down all commercial stores, schools, cinemas, bars, restaurants. And basically only the supermarkets and pharmacies are allowed to stay open as well as the banks and, and gas stations. So how does all that affect refugees when they're arriving on Greek shores and some of the Greek islands uh, from Syria, say, through Turkey and then into Greece, uh, quarantining? Uh, How does that happen? Well, uh, it actually accentuated the whole problem because, uh, uh, as, as you mentioned earlier, Erdogan has now opened the gates for refugees to come back into Greece and... uh, there's been huge resistance to this. The uh, Greek army has been there to try and stop the people. They've uh, been shooting w- water guns, and uh, um, and then the the Turkish army replied with with, with uh, tear gas. So it's been a, a tremendous confrontation on on all the borders, especially these little islands that are close to the Turkish border. Um, and and the local people are furious about all these refugees coming in. This is ruining their lives, ruining their income, ruining the tourist industry. It's, it's absolute chaos there. Nico, do we know what numbers are arriving? Surely it won't be as significant as we saw in past times when there was a flood of refugees arriving, but no doubt the numbers are significant. Have you got any idea on numbers? Yes, I just saw some numbers yesterday there that something like 4,000 people had tried to get into Greece from Turkey and they've all been refused because Greece has just put, uh, closed the gates completely and as the local residents themselves are joining the army and they're, they're actually um, taking it out on, on our workers and volunteers because they see our, our workers as 
as encouraging these refugees by helping them. Um, so it's become a bit dangerous for our, for our workers and volunteers to be working on these islands and trying to help the refugees. Wow. So your volunteers with Hellenic Ministries, uh, which has an outreach to these refugees arriving in Greece, uh, they're actually disliked by the Greek army because it's seen as though you're supporting the arrival of the refugees. I mean, these people are coming, no doubt, the refugees, in a sense of desperation. Uh, They're trying to escape whatever they're escaping, the situation they're leaving behind. They're looking for someone who's actually got some level of open arms and and welcome, but that's not what they're finding at all. Right. And um, the problem is, some of these some of these refugees are really desperate to get away from from war war torn situations from desperate situations in their own countries, but some of them are just opportunists looking for a, a better economic status and that sort of thing. Um, so it's difficult to know who are the who are the people that are really needy and who are the people that are just trying to take uh, advantage of the situation there. I, I mean, it's a tremendous. A political problem for for Europe and for Greece, but at the same time, it gives us a wonderful opportunity for the gospel, because many of these, in fact, most of these refugees are coming from uh, Muslim-dominated uh, uh, places, countries, and and uh, many of them have never heard the name of Jesus, or. Or if they have, they've been told that the Christians would hate them, that we are the opposition, that we would persecute them and fight against them. So when they do come into the into into Greece, for example, um, and they meet our workers who help them, who show them love and attention and, and give them provisions and help them in any way we can, um, suddenly their eyes are open and they become very open to the gospel. And we... We're seeing scores and scores of uh, people from Muslim lands finding Jesus. Well, clearly there's not too many happy people in Greece in the sense of what you're describing, a new influx of refugees. Uh, The Greek people themselves, they don't want to see the refugees. In fact, they're trying to emerge from what was a very, very hard-hit economy, a dreadful situation economically in Greece that uh, you're trying to recover from. And, of course, nobody wants to see migration of refugees uh, moving back into Europe. And so here you are, the meat in the sandwich. And in some sense, you're the only people with a smile on your face because even the military in Greece uh, is uh, down on you. So those refugees coming in their desperation, is there an openness to the gospel? Because I know this is part of the whole motivation of doing what you do. Well, there's there's certainly... uh and openness to the gospel among the refugees now, because they can see um, Christian love in action. They they see that we are not what they what uh, they what we've been presented as, um, and because of that, um, many people are turning to Jesus. And in addition to that, we're hearing many many stories of people who've seen had dreams and visions of Jesus, and I think of one situation where there was this family from Iran who came on a on a came on a little boat trying to come from from Turkey 
across into to the island of Lesbos, and it was dark at night. The um, in this midst of a storm, the their little three-year-old daughter fell overboard. They couldn't find her anywhere. They looked and they cried out to God to help them find this little daughter. And eventually they looked around, and there she was, sitting back in the boat. They said, what happened to you? How did you get back here again? She said, there was a man in white who came walking across the water. He lifted me up and he put me back in the boat. And you hear some of these wonderful stories, how God is intervening in a special way. What an amazing story that is. When those refugees arrive on Greek soil, uh, you're greeting them and you're working with a whole bunch of other Christian enterprises in order to actually be able to come under a particular banner to be able to work with the refugees in their camps. What sort of things are you providing for them when they are arriving? Uh, we're helping them with uh, food and clothing and uh, medical resources. We're also giving each one of them uh, a little um, SIM card, or what do you call it, with uh, with the Jesus form on it in about 25 different languages. So uh, most of these people, uh, if they don't have anything else, they have a, they have a, um, a mobile phone, a cell phone. And we give them one of these, and we've already distributed out nothing like 25,000 of these. So that's another way in which we're reaching them with the gospel. But it's, it's just great to to see God at work in spite of the tremendous problems there. Now, here you have Greece with the coronavirus on one side, the refugees on the other side, and it's just being squeezed with its, its terrible economy. It just seemed like uh, last year that Greece was gradually coming out of its financial chaos, and now they get hit with this again, so it's a real setback. And while your primary outreach is working with these refugees, uh, undoubtedly uh, there are those volunteers that are coming from the Greek population and no doubt people coming perhaps from other other nations as well. But, uh, but are the Greek people at any way, because of the hardship they've gone through, are they in any way softened to the gospel? Because as I understand it, it's a very ritualized church that is in Greece, not especially relational to God in the sense that we might tend to understand that from an evangelical standpoint. Are, are people in Greece open to the gospel? Well, you know, for the first 300 years, Greece was very open to the gospel. It was the, the first uh, mission field, and the church was growing very strongly, and then Constantine came along and declared uh, that Christianity was now the official religion, and from then on, all persecution stopped. Hundreds of people had been martyred before that because of their faith, and now suddenly everybody was Christians in Greece because we were a Christian country. So there was no sort of personal relationship with Jesus. It just became a dead, formal, ritualistic religion, and that's been the case in Greece for hundreds of years, just dead, empty religion. But, as you say, the, the 
the whole economic crisis and all the other problems they've been having have opened many Greeks to the gospel. And we found a lot more receptivity now in these days than we have in the past. Well, where you've got institutionalized Christianity, it can tend to take the life out of uh, the wonderful relationship we can establish with God. Uh, Nico Bugas is the International Development Director for Hellenic Ministries in Greece. And no doubt, Nico, uh, you'd like to make a new friend or two. I always like to give a contact point for listeners uh, to be in touch with you. And uh, I'll point people to the website, HellenicMinistries.org. That's HellenicMinistries.org. Nico Bugas, the International Development Director for Hellenic Ministries. Uh, Nico, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. It was great to talk to you again. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.